Hello, TV writers. Just a quick word uh, before we start to let you know my online course, How to Write a Sitcom, is on sale for only 29 bucks. That's less than a week's worth of lattes. And so many of you have expressed interest that I'm keeping this sale going until I come back from my hiatus in October. In this class, I take you through the steps I've been teaching at university for years. You'll have videos and worksheets that'll guide you in organizing your ideas. And you'll have as long as you need to work through this class. It's completely self-paced. Sign up now by clicking on the links in my show notes or by heading to my Thinkific website, writetv.thinkific.com or writingtv.info. And now, an episode of our podcast. If you turned your TV on in 1962, you might hear this theme song. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed, and then one day he was shooting at some food, went up through the ground, come a bubbling crude oil, that is, black gold Texas tea. Yeah, these are the opening lyrics to the theme song of one of the most successful sitcoms in television history, The Beverly hillbillies. And today we're going to talk about why this series premise theme song helped to make this sitcom so successful and why you should write a series premise theme song for your original sitcom, even if you haven't finished writing your pilot episode yet. Hello again, TV writers, and welcome to How to Write TV, the podcast that gives you the tools you'll need to write your own original TV content. I am your host, Tom Bray. 1962. The Beverly Hillbillies was one of the most successful shows in television history. In its first season, it finished in first place and received a rating of 36 ratings points. Compare that to today's winning ratings of, wait for it, two. That's right, two ratings points. Now, one of the catchier aspects of the show, which followed the stranger in a strange land, fish out of water comedy model, by having a family of hillbillies strike it rich in oil and move to Beverly Hills. And one of the catchier things people remembered about the show was the series premise theme song that it used. And I say series premise theme song because the lyrics basically told viewers what the show was about. The basic series premise every week before each episode. Now, let me show you more what I mean. We already know that a series premise logline is used when you pitch the general idea of your show to potential buyers. Well, a series premise theme song pitches the show idea to your audience week after week after week. And these theme songs used to be very, very popular, and for good reason. Back in the day, there were no streaming services. There were no VCRs, no way to time shift your TV watching. It could be several weeks before you could check in with your favorite TV show. And to remind you what that show was about, creators often used series premise theme songs. And this wasn't limited, by the way, to just the intros of half-hour TV shows. Our TV shows used it, too. Does this intro sound familiar? Space. 
The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to seek out new worlds and new civilizations to boldly go where no man has gone before. Okay, to be sure, I mean, Captain Kirk didn't sing these opening words at the top of Star Trek each week. But it was a series premise theme song of a type, nevertheless. But let me give you an example from another sitcom, a sister show to the Beverly Hillbillies. Here are the lyrics to Green Acres, which was also a stranger in a strange land, fish out of water comedic model, a show about a rich Wall Street type who drops out of his high pressure job to buy a farm in rural America. You know, let's get back to the earth. Green Acres is the place for me. Farm living is the life for me. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan. Just give me that countryside. And how about this theme? A show about a young couple who buys a house and a horse that comes with the property. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. That tells you what the show's about, doesn't it? And this idea isn't just from shows from the 1960s and 1970s. How about this series premise theme song? So no one told you life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, but I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you like I've been there before. I'll be there for you because you're there for me too. And of course... That's from the now classic 1990s juggernaut of a sitcom, Friends. That's its series premise logline. It's a reinvented family comedy model. Now I'm here to tell you that if you're writing your original sitcom pilot, even if you haven't finished with the script, even if you haven't even started it yet, and you have nothing in place but your log lines and your character descriptions, and maybe your six beat, you should consider having a jab at writing your series premise theme song. Now, first I should tell you that there are two kinds of pilots, a premise pilot and what I call an active pilot. And now a premise pilot was very popular early in TV history. That was the pilot that got all of your characters together and explained who they were and the mechanics of your show. They made it very easy for the audience to understand who was who and what was what and how everybody got there. And that worked great when there were only only three networks and each of them could grab enormous rating shares of the audience. But nowadays, with, with streaming services and hundreds of channels of cable and not to mention video games, right, and DVDs and whatever, grabbing onto an audience and keeping them, is enormously difficult for a new television show. Which is exactly why studios and networks and streaming services do not care for premise pilots. They don't like them. They want to see from episode one an example of what their audiences are going to see from the first moment of the show. They want to know that you will grab onto the audience from minute one and pull them in and not waste an episode putting the players on the board. Now, I'll talk more about premise and active pilots in another episode, but for now, 
Know that you aren't going to be able to waste a minute in selling your audience on your show. But you may be asking, why should I write the theme song of my show? Won't composers and lyricists do that? Maybe. But then again, how about this story of Sherwood Schwartz, the creator of another hugely successful show, Gilligan's Island, about a shipwrecked group of characters on a desert island. So Schwartz had the idea for this show, but when he pitched it to the head of the network, the big boss balked. How are you going to explain the shipwreck every week to the audience? I mean, you know, uh, isn't that going to take up a lot of time? I don't understand what that's going to look like. But despite his misgivings, the head of CBS said, okay, Schwartz, come in and pitch it to the execs anyway. Now, according to Schwartz himself, the night before that pitch, he explained away his shipwreck exposition problems by writing the first draft of one of the most famous theme songs of all time. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and true. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship set ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle with Gilligan, the skipper too, the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Isle. Okay, there you go. That series premise theme song does it all. It tells you how all the characters got into place. And furthermore, it tells you who those characters are. It's a simple solution and it's brilliant. And after Schwartz sang the song for those CBS executives in his pitch meeting, they bought the show on the spot. And why? Because they got it. So this is why you, in creating your own sitcom, this is why you, should have a crack at a simple series premise theme song. Here is the least it will do for you. It will show you whether you really know what your show is about. It will show you if you can simply explain your characters. It will help you understand your show's backstory so that you can pepper in that backstory when you write your pilot because... You're not going to be able to write a premise pilot in our modern era. You're going to have to catch your audience up on some details while you show them a story typical of the kinds of stories you will show them each and every week. Now, you may never use this premise theme song. You may rewrite it, or you may eventually bring in a team of pro songwriters to write it for you. But going through this exercise now is going to help you. It's going to tell you things you need to know. And probably best of all, it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. So let me close this episode with this from the end credits of the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin. And they would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back again to this locality to have a heapin' helpin' of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Said a spell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now. Here?
This has been How to Write TV.